It's the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood, the only Baltimore podcast that has a host that threw a complete game in their men's league baseball game tonight. Great job, Banks. Great job. Great, great, great job. Thank you. We're back for another week. It's Banks, RDT, and myself, Taylor Smythe. A lot to get to, but I think we have to start with the topic that is raging throughout the summer internet in Baltimore sports, and it's the man himself, Lamar Jackson. Banks, you're getting online. You said you took you said in our group chat chat that you, you take a break. You take a couple month break. You don't want to have the Lamar Jackson arguments online, but it seems like you're back in form to have the Lamar Jackson. Is there any anybody you want to put on the list? Anything you want to say? Any statement you want to make? I give you the floor to open the show about Lamar. We're basically just opening with the list segment. We're just going to talk about the fucking list. We're going to open with that. Yeah, you're exactly right. Like when the season ends, like you digest it, you're, you're sad about it. You know, the last couple of years, um, you just let it simmer a little bit and, you know, people have their day, you know, when the, when the Ravens lose Lamar Jackson, you know, doesn't come through in the playoffs, what would have you like, people have their day and they dance on the grave and you kind of just move on. You just kind of take your lumps and then you go into draft mode. You're focused on the draft, focused on free agency, what have you, whatever. And this is just my, that's my opportunity to just kind of recuperate and just kind of be like, yeah, people are going to have their opinions about Lamar Jackson. They're going to have their day. And then like the way it builds up every single off season is that like people just slowly drift away from having any sort of, memory whatsoever about what the guys accomplished in the nfl in two and a half years as a starter i mean it's some of the stuff he's done is unprecedented and to see list number like that i'm if they're not already on the list i mean they weren't on the list officially but just like as an organization as a whole uh pro football focus like has to be on it because of i mean multiple people under their umbrella just saying just some of the most ignorant stuff about Lamar Jackson as a quarterback. So the, the, the biggest one is this this graphic that went out yesterday or two days ago, putting Lamar Jackson as the number 10 quarterback in the NFL and the likes of Kirk Cousins and Matt Ryan and uh, Dak Prescott, among Baker. other names, I think Baker, Baker Mayfield there. ahead of Lamar Jackson. He's at 10 and Kirk, Kirk Cousins is at nine. I mean, it's a fucking joke. It's a joke. And um, there, I mean, there could not be more on the list. Uh, I forget what the guy's name is that like, I guess put this list together, but it's just, it's, it, it boggles my mind how quickly people forget, I guess the MVP season, but there's also this past season, he had a step back. Sure. But his numbers were also very, very solid middle of the road I'd say for a passer and then everything he adds outside of just like passing statistics the way he impacts a game like you can't just sit there and act like that's not part of football you can't just act like that's not part of the position of quarterback because these people have just boggled their mind since Johnny Unitas came in and created the two-minute offense threw the football around and then over three four decades it started to become spread offenses and throwing the football throw 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 and there's there's a lot of validity to the idea that that passing the football is the most effective way to go down the field and score but that doesn't mean that you know gaining yards and and maintaining control of the football and and dominating on the ground is not valid like it's 
the book on being an NFL quarterback has become so much about just pocket passing. And that's not what the entire position is about. I mean, for the first, I don't know how many decades, but, but lots of decades of football. And this is, you know, you call it prehistoric, but be a quarterback like Paul Hornung or whatever you want to, you know, characters like those, like they ran the shit out of the football and then they ran downhill. And like, that was a major part of their position. And just because Lamar Jackson uses, you know, the, some different skill sets in order to be effective and be a great NFL player does not lessen his value as a player at the position of quarterback. He's just redefining what it means to be a quarterback. And we're seeing, you know, Kyler Murray and, and, you know, Josh Allen's a little bit in that bucket as well. Um, You know, Cam Newton has been in that bucket in the last decade or so. Like there's more than one way to skin a cat. And the way that pro football focus is looking at the way to skin a cat is just throwing. And it drives me up a wall. And I've, kind of sitting back for two, three months while people slander Lamar Jackson, and I'm back. I mean, Pro Football Focus brought me back with their idiocy this week, putting Lamar Jackson behind these names. So there's a bit of a ramble. Uh, Sam Monson is already on the list. He's a Pro Football Focus guy. He has cemented his place on the list. Uh, I forget exactly what even his thing was. Oh, Top 50 NFL player. That's what it was. Top 50 NFL player, any position. To not have Lamar Jackson in the top 50 is ludicrous. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. Like, there is no player that has more of an impact in what an offense does, maybe the entire NFL, than Lamar Jackson. Like, Patrick Mahomes is special. That dude is – I think he's the best player in the NFL. I don't know that many people would argue with that. Aaron Rodgers probably right there behind him. But Lamar Jackson, I I don't think there's any way to argue he's not a top 10 player in the league. Like what he does is just so impactful that a team has completely built their entire offense, their entire organization around what he does. And mind you, the Baltimore Ravens over the last two years – have one of the best records collectively. Their offense has scored more points than every other team in the entire league, despite their time of possession per possession. Like they milk clock. So they shortened the game with every possession that they have. And they still scored more points the last two seasons than any other team in the league. And, and that is just so much to do with Lamar Jackson. And just to, to not even consider him a top 50 player let alone a top 10 and probably a top five player in the league is just, it's just the height of idiocy. So pro football focus, Sam Monson, this guy, I feel like he's like eager or something. There's Eagle. So I don't know. There's a name in there list, top of the list, pro football focus, top of the list. I can't wait till this next season. I'm ready to go already. Lamar Jackson. I'm ready to ride. It's you got me, you got, you got me excited for football. It's uh, July yeah. 1st. We are now recording into July 1st. It's July 1st now that it's after midnight. I'm kind of, ready to go. Kind of I'm ready to go. I'm kind of starting to feel it. No, I mean, this is – it's it's just one of those sports things, and we've talked about this before, that until Lamar Jackson wins the whole thing, he is going to get doubted in a lot of circles. He's going to get very praised in others. Um, it is just wild that it is coming up really with no, I guess that the, the media not being able to see the throwing and all the controversy about that has brought him back into the four. But other than that, I mean, it's been a pretty, you know, 
quiet offseason from a like but, what what will Lamar Jackson do? I guess the Ravens drafted wide receivers and you know. Oh yeah, the the whole I we didn't really touch on this too much, if at all, but like the video two, three weeks ago where he throws an accurate pass on an out route and it's not a perfect spiral and the internet tried to drag him for it. It's fucking ridiculous. And then I love the Ravens Twitter account yesterday, just doing an entire video <laughs> montage yeah. of him just throwing spirals right in the right spot. And it was, it was such a subtweet and everybody knew it. And I just, you know, I retweeted immediately just like, are these enough spirals for you fucking losers at internet? Like, yeah. Like this is one of the dumber stories. And then this whole thing about like the Ravens are, are, are kind of reconstructing a lot of their passing schemes. And so they don't want reporters taking video of their, their, the receivers running these routes and what kind of route concepts that they have cooking in this off season. And so people just took that and ran with it as like, Oh no, we don't want people taking video of Lamar Jackson throwing passes. It's like, what the fuck are we talking about? Lamar Jackson is going to show up on Sunday in, in September, October, November, all these months. And he's going to throw footballs. Like, if you think that the Ravens are trying to hide anything to do with how Lamar Jackson throws, like there's so much tape on him the last two and a half years as a starter. And mind you, if you go back and watch a tape, you're going to be fucking impressed with some of the throws the guy makes. So I let this stuff boil for, for a couple months. Like I, like you mentioned, I let I let people have their day, and then we've reached a boiling point here, and I'm back. I'm back on on the wall, defending Lamar Jackson. I'm done with the slander. I'm ready for football. July 1st. Training camp starts in three, four weeks. Let's go. I don't understand how you guys do this every couple of months. Like you said, I know I realize now why you have to take time off because I, I – texted it to you guys in the group chat like it's exhausting I, I wanted to put bullets into my eyes when i was like seeing every <laughs> reply that came in and like every argument i was like this is this doesn't seem fun at all like this this it, it, it was miserable and again i'm on the outside looking i'm just yeah and that's notifications scrolling all the way up not even looking at them and i'm like this is fucking a cesspool of just garbage and it's like but again, like Taylor, you were saying, you know, it, 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 you didn't really know where it came from. It's like it said, just that dead time in the summer. Like this, this is basically Stephen A. and and you know Skip being like, hey, I you know, or Colin Coward being like, hey, watch this, Baker's Baker's better than than Lamar, or Lamar is not top fifteen or whatever, and that everything just blows up. And like I get it, like the you know, you get the Ravens fans. Obviously, everyone wants to like support their guy. I it, it's just so much <laughs> like, I, spend, I spend more time trying to go after the people with the ryan Tannehill slander rdt i mean come on well where are those are like i'm just like if someone like i saw something today like ryan Tannehill overrated and i was like sure okay people spend okay. so much energy on Lamar I jackson i was gonna say i don't have the energy and i i understand why you well, guys people don't come for ryan energy. Tannehill's neck that's a thing they it's, think it's people always lamar aggressively want to come at lamar's neck and it's yeah. just it's exhausting. Like you said, yeah, you're talking about Exit 52's account that you're seeing notifications roll in with. I couldn't imagine yours. It's an account with 3,400. I've got 13K plus. Like, this is me between July and 
towards the, the middle of January. Like yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's relentless. And like I said, I have to take a vacation from it sometimes. Like it's not like I'm, I'm not, I don't see things and I don't take mental notes and I see everything, but I like, like you said, I have to take a little bit of a vacation from it and rejuvenate and then take all the notes down and then keep names. And we've got ourselves a list that's continues to grow. I believe Bucky it. Brooks, by the way, also on the list, but he was already yeah, on the list. He's been on yeah, the he's list. He's been on there. Bucky he's a was, repeat offender. A bunch he was trying of to get Lamar Jackson traded during the draft. Oh, was he the one who was saying that just uh, the recruiting thing? That's right. Yeah, yeah just I mean, like the recruiting thing. That's right. Yeah. Fucking idiot. Just go find it. Just go I need find to put this. I have the list, obviously. I need to put the reasonings behind them because the list is growing so much that it's like, I, I, I can't even differentiate all the stupid shit that people say. And it feels like it's the, um, only going to continue to grow. Do the Redskins quarterback jersey with the list. That's what you need to do. Just keep adding names onto the back of a jersey or a t-shirt. I don't get it. That's your list. You're keeping your no, list. No, I, I get it, but I don't get it. Like, why on a jersey? Because you know how the Redskins quarterback jersey where it's every No, I do, but like – Yeah, so that's how you keep about, your list. What about just you a can, list? You can just see the – yeah, but it would be funnier, I think, visually, if you're wearing a Lamar Jackson jersey at number eight and there's just Bucky Brooks and PFF and Colin Cowherd and this guy. No, maybe. No. I thought it would land. <laughs> no, you do understand why the, the the Browns jersey is funny because those those jerseys existed. Yeah. No, I get that. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know. We're on the next. <laughs> Taylor, you got a next? And, got a next and, and scene on that one. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I think this is only by the, this is just only going to get worse as it go, we go through the training camp and opening up will be the first game, by the way. Um, so get in the foxhole, get in the foxhole. Hey, back, baby. people tweet at banks, get in the foxhole with them, get in the foxhole with them, go get Matt online with them, join them, join them. Um, yeah. So not a, not a really a ton of other Ravens news besides really at a time where really there should be none if you're an organization that has good things going on. And this was a, just a manufactured storyline, a legitimately manufactured storyline that I just saw dominating Baltimore Ravens type of Twitter. So have had to be addressed. Banks, banks had to address it. Uh, we have to congratulate Trey Mancini. We talked about him potentially being in the home run derby. He's officially in the home run derby will be a fantastic story. Um, it's well-deserved and I hope, I hope he figures out a way to win the thing. I mean, if you, if you can get hot for two hours, you can win this, you can win this. And at course field, you know, all bets are off. I did tell him, I said, I got big money on you taking out Otani. So <laughs> we're going to. I'm know. sure. I'm sure that he will put in extra special effort for you. I would think so. I a hundred percent think so. You know, no, I, I think it's cool though. I know, I know. I saw the list of like going back to what did we say? What was it? Two thousand six. The Miguel Tejada. Um, I believe that was the year. Yes, I think it was. I was up at um, uh, where was it? Coach Wooten's camp at Frostburg, watching that in a dorm. So wow. that was fun. Yeah, that was a great time. Good, good old time up there. Um, but yeah, I mean the Orioles—they've had a decent amount of. I think it was from like twenty thirteen to twenty seventeen. They had 
someone in the Derby every year. You know, you had your Adam, you had Davis, you had Trumbo, you had those guys. Um, but no, I mean, it's, I thought it was a no brainer. Like, like we talked about before um, to put them in, especially with their whole stand up the cancer thing. And, and I mean, putting him in there, he's a big name and, and, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping he does well. I think it would be awesome to see. I think people will be rooting for him. Um, it, 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 I know the field right now is still, it's only Otani, Pete Alonzo, um, Trey, and then Trevor Story, who's representing the hometown, you know, Rockies. But I, I think, I think it's going to be exciting. I'm going to, I was going to watch it regardless. Uh, I just love that he's in it. And I think we're, we're still trying to work out something with a, a Monday night watch party up at uh, Jimmy Seafood, if anyone is uh, interested in that. So, how is the two? So it's the 2004 home run derby for Tejada. Just not, just not on YouTube. Just not, so many of these are on YouTube. This is just not on YouTube. Wow, that's a shame too. Because I mean, his swing. The one video that's on here is a video from four years ago. It's it's just someone taping their phone <laughs> from like 2000 or search, filming their TV from 2004. Oh, video. If you search home run derby 2004, Miguel Tejada. Just. Uh, to, uh, Hopefully the Orioles have some footage, you know, like that. Yeah. Like hopefully they put together a package. And do you think that Miguel Tejada maybe falls in like kind of like that Sammy Sosa bucket with the Cubs, where they're kind of like, oh, because he might have used steroids or he may have lied about his age. Like the Orioles don't really touch Miguel Tejada because I can't really say there's a lot of Tejada like. Not a lot of winning in Off that by the organization. Era. No, there's not. But like, it's like kind of hard for them to like. He, he didn't just win and win win a home run derby, but he won an All Star game MVP in Detroit in a separate yeah, year. The next year, he hit a home run in the in the All Star game. And it's weird too because I'm looking up. I see an MLB video 2004 derby when they intentionally walked Barry Bonds. I forgot about that in the home run derby. Um, but oh, yeah, no. yeah, like they have that. They have Rafael Palmero. They have Sammy Sosa, and no Miguel Tejada. Yeah, I mean, maybe they, maybe that's, maybe that's a thing that they do. I mean, it's tough for the Orioles because they just, there's just no winning during that time. So it's like 150 RBI. Are you just but, hearkening back to moments that he did that where he wasn't really even in an Orioles jersey? I mean, it's sort of like, um, yeah, maybe he left the franchise on bad terms, and there's, I don't know, well, there's be a lot of factors. You remember, now, he the Orioles are also the franchise that show the that show one playoff that essentially have one playoff moment to show for like 25 years of baseball so yeah very true but i mean you know he did resign here in what like 2014 or whatever yeah 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 like that minor yeah, definitely don't want to insinuate ever. that there's like bad feelings between miguel time in the organization but it's like right you're right you just don't see him and even like i mean we're sitting here fondly remembering miguel tejada i mean even in the midst of losing you remember certain players fondly and he was awesome he was very fun to watch he just wasn't on good teams um, speaking of guys that we hope to see moments and things from Adley Rushman is in the futures game and RDT, you were going off about the futures game for a variety of reasons today. Have you found any reason why Grayson Rodriguez would not be in the futures game? So I found out when I texted someone close to Grayson and asked this morning, as kind of like a, Hey, is he in this or not? Because I was told the the two players that got named to it, I got told that it was Adley and, and the guy Marcus, no offense to him. I think it's Diplon, I think. Um, AAA pitcher for the Norfolk Tides who could walk in my living room right now and I wouldn't know who he is. Um, and I got told that last night and I was like, all right, let me do some more digging. 
And this morning I did a little digging and Grayson's people didn't know. They said he's not in. And I was like, oh, maybe, maybe they didn't know. You know, I, that, that's kind of when I found out. And I, I messaged him and was like, I said, you let me know who I got a fighter, where to send the riot. And I said, we'll send him after them, you know, because I, it, to me, it seems kind of weird to have a game called the futures game where you want to showcase your guys, you know, the future of the league and then not include the number one pitching prospect in baseball that you just named, you know, a month ago to go along with the number one catching prospect and the eventual number one overall prospect in baseball in Adley. Like it was kind of a no brainer to me. I didn't know if it was Grayson saying he didn't want to go. If it was, you know, the, the Orioles didn't want him to go because of pitches or his schedule or whatever. But I did find out because I didn't pay that close attention to it. I didn't know that the minors weren't having an all-star break or game or anything. They're not having anything like that. So I think it would have broken down to Grayson missing, I think, three starts or two starts um, if he had flown out to Denver. Plus, with the game only being seven innings, it doesn't really make sense to send a starting pitcher out there, and especially if they're sending a bunch of them. Um, but, I mean, it's whatever. He was in the game in 2019 in D.C., which is pretty sick. And um, – you is know. the Futures game really only seven innings? I think they I, – I, I was told today that they shortened it to seven innings. Which, was that a COVID thing? Would that surprise you if they did? That's so stupid, but no, it wouldn't surprise that, and that's me. The thing. That's I didn't so even question it. Like, I can, like, like – MLB Futures game 2021. Like, it wouldn't surprise me at are, all. Are we sure there's not stipulations, like one player per, per organizational level or something? <sighs> Maybe. I mean, you have I, I, the other big story was Jason Dominguez, who and this guy who's an absolute stud for the Yankees has like less than 10 at bats in his professional career. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a mark. I mean, that thing's a marketing tool. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, I'm I'm personally what is there not to market about Grayson Rodriguez? That's what I'm saying. It's you got the number one pitching prospect in baseball in something called the futures game. Like you'd think that you would. Again, to pair him up with Adley. Oh, you got your number one and number, you know, number one pitching, number one catching. It's like it kind of makes sense. But again, and then Keith Law wrote that the Orioles said no. From what I heard, you know, with people close to very, 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 very close to the situation, Orioles didn't say anything about it. I, I don't know, but uh, you know, I could have been told one thing. Yeah, it is seven. It is seven innings too. It's a game. I'm sure um, they're not very concerned about him being in the futures game or not. No, probably not. And, and again, I mean, he wants to do coming from a, a guy who didn't throw much last year, probably coming off the COVID and the alternate site. I mean, it again, if and for him to fly out to Denver to do all the stuff to to pitch an inning and then miss two starts in the minors and then to throws off his throwing schedule and blah blah blah. Then you know, I get it. It's more just like. I told him, I said, you know, we're, we're going to gas you guys up. We're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to die on this hill for you. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll try and uh, get the guys excited, but it'll be cool to see Adley. And I messaged him today too. And all I said was, you know, I said, you know, about the balls in, in uh, Colorado. And he said, I said, we need you to hit one, like a monster one. He said, that's the goal. So I said, I, I, I'm putting you on record for that. In fairness to Mr. Marcos Duplan from, um, the 24-year-old from the Dominican Republic who plays in the He's Republic. shoving. 2-0 with a 2.57 ERA, 14 innings, 17 strikeouts. He's got a 1.43 whip. Well, not, ba- not bad. He's 3.85 strikeouts in 554 and two-thirds career um, minor league innings. So, playing well. He just, Good for him. He doesn't scream 
futures game. Yeah, he's 24. It, again, that's and he's not like he's not a ranked prospect, which is the weirdest part. Like, I I don't know. I I'm, I was very confused by it. Again, I know people were like, been oh, it's not minors. a big deal. Been in the oh, minors my. since 2014. It's breaking, a weird. It's it's weird. I don't breaking know. news. Rollins Chapman just gave up that bomb. Yeah, Rollins Chapman walked the bases loaded and gave up a game tying grand slam. Man, he hasn't been that good since Couldn't they cut down on. Wow. Oh, that's right. They did cut down on the sticky stuff, and he really hasn't been good since. Oh wow, he's actually been really awful. Wow. That's a oh, shame. Oh, if only oh. the Yankees had another guy who hadn't been really that great, you know. Since how long did that game get delayed? That that game just restarted, like like twenty minutes ago. That yeah. and the Boston game. Just crashed. It's the top of the ninth here. And it's I mean, the Orioles are fucking sweeping the 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 best second best team in baseball. And the Yankees are their their closers getting you know shoved. You hate, you really do hate to see it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, couldn't have happened to really a more stand up human being. And our thoughts go out to Aroldis, you know, in the struggles tonight as he. He gives up four, oh man, three walks, 24 pitches. Absolute shame. Darren O'Day also pitched tonight for the Yanks. It's tragic. Otani gave up seven earned. I didn't see any of this. Gave up seven oh, man. Yeah, Otani, rough night for him. Looking boy. at that. Dylan, Dylan Bundy came out of the pen. <laughs> oh, my can we talk about? Can we talk about Dylan Bundy? Otani's a one-trick pony. Oh, easy, easy. 6.58 ERA for Mr. Bundy. Um, no, no, no. That's not even. That's not even what I want to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to yeah. talk about the pews. I kind of feel bad for him. That that's a tough scene. That's a really tough place to be having that happen. He is one in seven with a six point seven eight ERA. Really bad. And as bad as he's been, like Gaussman's been as good. Yeah, they're kind There's of like a legit chance Gaussman starts the the All Star game. Yeah, like if it wasn't yeah. for Degrom, he'd be probably the Cy Young front runner. And it's, and here's the thing, because people will say like, "Oh, the Orioles fucked that one up again." They didn't. I don't. I don't feel bad about the Gossman one because you got to think about this too. Two other teams gave up on him too. Like he was yeah. DFA'd by the Braves, or I think he was traded by the Braves. I think he was DFA'd by the Reds. Like it, that's where it's not like they trade him to the Braves in that salary dump with O'Day and to get their international money back and Bruce Zimmerman or whatever, and he's flourishing there. Like two other teams gave up on him. So I'm not I, – to me, I'm completely fine with Gossman doing everything he's doing. Yeah, he got claimed off waivers by the Reds, and then he got non-tendered by the Reds after he got DFA'd yeah, like, by the Braves. He's, so thrown, year, he's been thrown in the gutter. a one-year contract with the Giants. And maybe he found a really nice mix of, like, sunscreen and – no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I said Kevin Gossman's always seen like a good well. Yeah. The donut powder. People forget. The donut powder. Uh, by the way, just an update on the, um, the Angels – uh, they are eight games out of a wild card spot with the, uh, you know, with everyone. Hey, but Mike Trout oh. just started baseball activities. Yeah, he's been out. Oh, sure, sure. I'm sure he'll get them right back to 500. <laughs> the Angels. Orioles are 20 games out of a wild card spot if you're keeping tabs at home. Uh, they have won uh, now, what, three in a row against uh, Houston? The old sweep. Against the hated Astros, the cheaters, those cheaters who Banks supports every this single was year. This the Banks Absolute ball. joke. The, the Banks, Banks ball. ball and karma. I'm happy for the O's, man. Let's karma go. karma got him. Karma got him. It's big sweep. Um, so, shout out, shout, out to the, uh, shout out to the O's for getting it done there. First place Astros, by the way. 
Uh, first place Astros, Orioles 27 and make sure that that's out there. 54. Astros. Uh, Astros are 48 and 33 and seem to have figured it out. Plus 127 run differential. That is by far the best. best. Hey, the Orioles and Orioles have carved into that run differential. They're run differential. They did. They Uh, did. And big sweep for the O's. Big sweep. Big sweep for the O's. Do the Orioles, are they still outscoring the Yankees this year? They have scored 333 runs. They have outscored the Yanks, although I'm assuming this is updated for the Orioles' win. So they're at 333. The Yankees' game is going on. and They have nine, too. They've scored nine tonight. I believe. They scored eight tonight. So they are within four. So this is the exact midpoint of the season for the O's. Mm-hmm. 81. It's going swimmingly. Yankees have played Yankees have played 79 going on 80 games. So yeah, but Yankees are exactly going into tonight. 321 for 321 against. Fourth place in the American League East. So yeah, Orioles continue to score more. The Yankees just have scored no runs. That's just wild. They have the – oh, my God, no one in the AL East can score. Or the NL East, excuse me. The Mets have 272, 272 runs in lead a division. Um, that's unbelievable. Um, speaking of baseball, we had – probably the most famous pitcher of the last month and a half in maybe all of baseball, other than people getting checked for spider tack. Uh, that's Steven shock for another appearance on the pod, former uh, now former UVA pitcher. We talked to him about a variety of things coming off of his Omaha experience. And he joined us as the guest drafter on the starting five draft presented by fed thrill, which is situational beers, situational beers. So we'll get into our, I wouldn't say even interview, just discussion with Stephen Shock, and then that will roll right into the draft um, on the X Fifty Two podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood. Something magic happens. We're back on the X Fifty Two podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood with I think the clo- the closest in succession uh, guest we've ever had, Stephen Shock, form- now former Virginia pitcher, current Twitter superstar. You're up to thirty nine thousand Twitter followers at this point. You're verified. You're on Cameo. I mean, what a last couple of weeks for you. Um, how fun has it been to not only have people receive your tweets well, but also go after the haters on Twitter? It's so much fun. You know, I spent the past two years just like compiling list after list of like just random tweets I see. And I always like would send them to you, my girlfriend or my group of friends with like what I wish I could say back. And so the only difference now is I can just kind of say it back. So I always still make sure to like send it to them to make sure that it's like filtered out. And I'm not doing something too ridiculous. You've got tweets going back to 2015. I mean, this is a laundry list of stuff. The, the draft list is, is great. That, yeah. I was so excited when I saw him announce that he was going to start tweeting out the drafts. Yeah, I was like, well, I do have a lot of stupid things I never posted. So it's pretty nice to just kind of unload. I forgot to do one today. So tomorrow is definitely going to be old daily double. Um, (laughs) But I figured that would be a funny way to, you know, spread some joy. It's kind of, it's like a time capsule. You can kind of go back into your own brain and look what you were thinking again, like a couple years ago, 2015, 2016. You're like, Oh, here's what I was thinking then. Like, this is still funny six years later, five years later. So 
it kind of just yeah. confirms that the, the brain is still working good <laughs> yeah for those tweets a lot of them get weeded out it's either oh this is going to show where my brain was at or oh this is going to show us the biggest doofus ever three years ago. <laughs> I mean, we've, all, the- we've all wanted to be the person that like had the like carte blanche to just fire off whatever they wanted on twitter and everyone is just like loves it no matter how dumb it is and you've got you're in that spot right now like you you can just like fire tweets off and either people are like wow you're an idiot or like wow this is really funny and either one is like endearing for you like you're just you're in like a, you're in like an all-time spot right now. i mostly think that's just you taylor <laughs> no but but the, but no there's t- i mean there's eric and i kind of, we kind of have some open some free season to just kind of let it fly a little bit yeah but you guys get i mean you guys you're not getting the numbers that steven's getting right now I mean, he's getting the big numbers oh he's getting big numbers for sure yeah. it's it's so stupid what was it like <laughs> in, you- what was it like in omaha for you it was really really cool because like that was when people were just kind of starting to like notice me and notice who i was and so just like walking around that little baseball tent area where like all the shops are and everything like that and just walking through that and getting stopped a bunch and like talking to all these random people these little kids i thought that was probably the coolest experience for me personally who was the- more autographs this weekend or, or your time in omaha did you sign more autographs then than in the past five years combined no not even close <laughs> not even I thought you would have lines and everything. <laughs> it was. Who's the most cool. person you met? The most interesting person I met? Yeah, or like you were like, oh, man, like you just ran into that, that you took the picture with. Oh, um, Michael Phelps was. Uh, ah, yes. He was definitely up there. That was kind of random. I didn't realize that the swim trials were right across the street from our hotel. So at first I was like. That guy looks kind of familiar. He looks like Mike Phelps, kind of. And he was holding this, like, little metal sculpture in his hand of a T-Rex. And so my (laughs) immediately dismissed all thoughts of Michael Phelps and just said, ooh, shiny thing, and just kind of stared at that. And I was walking out of the elevator with our uh, SID, sports information director, and he was like – and I turned to him and I go – I have so many questions about that little statue. And he goes, well, I'll answer your first one. Yeah, that was Michael Phelps. And so I just kind of turned around. And I was like, you know, I could be that that guy who just randomly bombards him because he's super famous, or I could just walk away. And then I thought about all the times that people, obviously a different level than Michael Phelps, but it stopped me that week. And I was like, you know what? I'm going I'm to meet Michael Phelps. I'm going to just do it. How was he? I mean, like, was he – he's kind of like one of the more mysterious characters here in Baltimore. Yeah, I thought he'd be taller for sure. Because um, when I watched him growing up, he was like 10 feet tall, so I don't know what happened. Um, but, yeah, he was really cool. He could – his arms were super long, which was probably beneficial for him, but it freaked me out a little. Him, him standing like at the edge of the pool before every race and just doing like the arm thing. I can't even describe it. They're doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's honest. Like how far his arms wrap around the rest of his body is kind of disgusting. Yeah. The dude can scratch his shin standing up. Like <laughs> got long arms. 
I, just, I remember DMing you like when I think when you posted the picture and being like, number one, like, what the hell is Michael Phelps doing? Like I said, I didn't know anything happened in Omaha outside of the College World Series, let alone like that they had this massive aquatic center, I'm guessing. And like, yeah, yeah it I, sounds like it's a nice little compound. No, like, they build the pool in the basketball arena. So where Creighton plays basketball is like right next to TD Ameritrade Park. And I think I know exactly the hotel you're staying in, Steven, which is like, yeah. Just, like, with the arena here and with this uh yeah with the stadium there and they build the pool they just build the pool in the arena like every year they rebuild it or every four years because it's the trials every four years olympic trials every four years that's wild yeah it's crazy they do like the time lapse it's freaking wild dude like they just they're just pouring all this water like into this makeshift it's crazy and look where does omaha get off like yeah how is why is it omaha where they rebuild it whereas there's not any other place in the country where you can just like oh Here's a pool. Dude, Here's- Omaha embraces it, man. Omaha's kind of sweet. It's sweet. I'm not like it- trying to get down on Omaha. Yeah. It's just like. It makes sense. Put the pool there. It lasts forever. Little little pool. We got a little baseball. It just all kind of comes together. Who doesn't like a pool? Like a pool is like an around the year thing that could be used. Like it just makes no sense to me. I think they're trying to put like none of the like venues for swimming like can hold, you know, 17,000 people. So that's part of the reason too. You see that? That makes sense. Um, well, what's it well now? I guess your your main profession is one of of my favorite hobbies, and it's standing around in department stores while your girlfriend or wife just walks around and buys everything. Correct? Yeah, it's a uh, it's rough. <laughs> I hard anymore either. So I do. I have a I have a fuck Mary kill for you. Okay. Home goods, Michaels, Target. Kill Alter. Except <laughs> <laughs> Target back when it sold sports cards. They're they're slow. They're creeping back today. They're creeping back. I saw some today. Yeah, yeah. Are you a cards guy? I love sports cards. Let's go. And Pokemon cards too. They're both you guys, Eric, you I mean, you guys might need to do a little little side hustle on the cards because you're you're the card maestro. You in Dallas doing your thing on Fridays, opening the packs. Once Dallas, once Dallas's schedules opens up, when when the Athletics eventually lose in like the first round, we'll, we'll have to get Stephen on, and we'll we'll do some box breaks, and we'll. Uh, I would love to listen to a conversation between Dallas and Stephen. I think that would be amazing. So my pitching coach at UVA played with him, and he told me I kind of my brain kind of works in a similar way. I can, <laughs> I, I could see that. I could see some some. Uh, there's definitely some lines of you're, you're, you guys are right on the same track. I can definitely see that. Yeah. So we were talking a little bit today about some pitching grips. I don't know if that's the same coach or not, but you got, you had a pitch in the works there. Uh, what was the name of the grip that you had for that thing? Thunderball. Say that again. The Thunderball also <laughs> known as the Turbo Thunderball. Are there two versions? Is there a turbo version and then just kind of a, a more yeah, basic the normal version? Thunderball is kind of just like, hey, look, I got this in my back pocket. The turbo Thunderball is, hey, look, I'm going to punch you in the mouth with this thing, you know? Hmm. Do you have only so many turbos that you can kind of reach back for in a given outing? or? Yeah, get, given my age, I try to keep it to two or three. <laughs> I like that. I like I like the name of that. How did did you just come up with it yourself? The name of it or the two names? 
Yeah, I, I named it myself. I thought of Rube Waddell while I while you, in the name process. So. What else is in the works? I mean, what else do you have in the back pocket there? The old, uh, the left turn. Okay. Some people would call it a slider, but mine's more of a left turn. You ever think about calling it like a NASCAR or something like that? A NASCAR? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a lightning McQueen ball. That'd okay. be pretty cool. I like that. Didn't what did well, lightning and thunder? I mean, that's that's, oh, that's that true. Yeah. Sense. What did your your girlfriend tweet something once about something about cars and lightning McQueen? Is there, there's something going on there, right? There's a there's a deeper story to your your love of lightning McQueen, right? Yeah. There's a there's this one YouTube video that I used to think was the funniest thing in the world, and it's really just a shit post, just so stupid. It's like this cartoon character sitting on a bench and his friend comes up to him. He goes, hey, man, what's wrong? He goes, Lightning McQueen fucked my mom. <laughs> he goes, come on, Jeff. You know Lightning McQueen doesn't exist. And he's like, Jeff, you're sweating really bad. And he to a tree and just a horribly drawn Lightning McQueen. Because I fucked your mom. Shit whips. <laughs> I, I, I'm... I have to find this video. Now. Sorry, I just described a whole YouTube. <laughs> no, but now I know why you like it. Let me see. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend all night looking watching this too. Did you find it? Uh, if it's what I typed in on YouTube. Oh my god! Yeah, seven hundred forty-seven thousand views, and I'm willing to guess that you're maybe like, around four hundred thousand of those views. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Yeah, put up January. Yeah, January thirty first, twenty seventeen. So I'm I'm sure you've done a, a fair amount of those. Uh, yeah, of those views. Now, um, and I I also saw you met up with some of our buddies and uh, out in Omaha, Carl, who I think he's worn that Illinois jersey every single day. He's been out there. Yeah, it's got to be a tough day to wear an Illinois jersey or be an Illinois jersey. Well, I I mean. It couldn't have smelled good. Like after the third or fourth day, I don't know. I don't know what the weather was like out there. It didn't look cool, but yeah, it, it was hot as nuts. <laughs> um, and also, I saw a lot of hot dog review videos, which you know, if you're trying to keep a shirt smelling fine for a week, you can't be can't be housing dogs. I miss the hot dog review, review videos, but yeah, you're not going to smell good no matter what you're wearing after you're reviewing dogs several times a day. Like that's just, what are you gonna do? Just not not down dogs though? No, like, no, no. You're gonna down dogs, but maybe take the jersey off. I mean, no, it's also silly. I mean, you're kind of caught between two places here. You just kind of have to grin and bear it. You gotta do it for the hot dog reviews. Just, I get just it. My take. I get it. And then, are you, so are you happy for your buddy Brandon Walker now with uh, with Mississippi State? It wasn't even like a, I mean, this game was over and. The first day. I don't know how much you watched, if you watched it all. Yeah, watched have you kept it. have you kept up with it since since you guys got home? Yeah, I'm pretty glad Mississippi State won because then it's like, yeah, I lost to a national champion. That's okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I feel like that's all mechanism. Yeah, you always want to I guess have that. Yeah. You you want to have that to hold on to. Yeah, do you, exactly. So do cool. do you wanna do you want to talk about it? About the home run? 
you want to talk about it? I'll talk about it's it. It's okay. We don't have to talk about it. No, it's happened. It's it's been in past, man. Yeah, man. We're good. We were was- so fired up. Our text group was fired up when you were coming in, too. We were like, here he comes. We got it. Like, this is this is the boy. I know. My body couldn't keep up. <laughs> what, what was it? it was, that, that had to be the biggest crowd you've ever played in front of, right? Yeah, so my freshman year at Louisiana Lafayette, we had like 15,000 people at a game because it was the – they were retiring Ron, Rod Guidry's number. Uh, that's so, like that's like overdue by three decades or so. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of nuts, but <laughs> it was a sick environment. Cajun people do not know English. <laughs> that is one that we played there. I went down there with Maryland in 20, um, 2018 or 19 or whatever. It was unbelievable. They just fed you the entire time. They feed you after the games. It's sick. Yeah, the uh, – I can't remember what they named that little grill area, but it's all it was right next to the bullpen if I remember. Yeah. 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 And they like you go over and picnic tables, win or lose, and they're so nice after just screaming at you for the entire screaming at you guys. I'm I'm not playing, but screaming at the players the entire game. They were bringing us food in the press box. They're just bringing food the entire game. It was wild environment. Yeah, they're good people at heart, but during the game, whoa, turned into (laughs) gators. Was it was it like electric though to walk out at at in Omaha? I mean, that's every college baseball player's dream, and that's a I mean, that's a pretty sick thing to to have done. Yeah, it was definitely uh, it was definitely something I couldn't even imagine what it felt like till you kind of go out there and do it. Like I can't even really describe the feeling. I mean, it would have felt better to have a cheering crowd walking off the mound, but. Um, <laughs> You know, it, it was just so cool. What was your favorite part about Omaha? My favorite part was definitely, like, just walking around and all the little kids, like, wanting to talk to me or, like, wanting a picture with me. Because, like, it's really nice to, like, kind of give that time to those kids because I remember the times where I was a kid like that, like, idolizing these players. And, you know, looking back, now I realize most college players are just – you know, they're really good at their sports, but we're all just kind of the same type of doofuses. Like <laughs> the fact that anyone's idolizing us is ludicrous to us. <laughs> so, so it's really funny, but it's also really nice to just like see how happy you can make those people in like 10 seconds of your day. It's so cool. It is so funny seeing like what little kids, like how excited they get for like a foul ball or just like any ball. If they, if they get one at a game, like they lose their mind. It is the craziest thing that can happen to a child. Yeah. And you're like, that ball is four ninety nine over there in the store. Like you can buy one. It's fine. But they're like after every inning and they're just going nuts. And now like, now I get why Zach Campbell tries to get a billion of them every year you know this is me at harry grove stadium in frederick i spent so much time just running around the, the the field down the left field line right field line like i would come away with like three or four foul balls a game just like running myself ragged sweaty mess and like oh my god we in the grass shooting the shit with the with the guys in the bullpen like that's the cool thing about minor league baseball to me is like you just get like these guys just hanging out down the line like six seven of them and they're just kind of there shooting the shit and they're they're 
A-level baseball players, most of them are not going to amount to anything, but they're just kind of dudes just who love baseball, just hanging out. And um, I just remember they were always cool as shit, just kind of like shooting the shit with me as an eight-year-old or whatever. Adam Wainwright, one of those guys, actually, way back in the day with Myrtle Beach Pelicans. Myrtle Beach Pelicans, that's where magic happens. (laughs) So you're down at Wilmington now. Like, what's next? That's the million-dollar question. Who knows? I mean – just kind of going with it right now, trying to see what career path I want to go down, what sort of uh, opportunities I have presented to me. So, still playing the field a little bit. Are the are the dipping dots thing? Is that in 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 the picture? Or? Uh, I I don't know. I don't know. Do we want to? Is that another touchy <laughs> subject now? Uh, <laughs> I mean, they got some legal stuff going on. <laughs> about yes, they do. Great things about a man's quest to get back his chihuahua. <laughs> but the most important thing was you got the big box of Dippin' Dots. Yeah, I'll talk about that. That, that shit was, that was I mean, that video was electric, too. That video of you, like, it, it was almost like you were like a magician and you just had your box in front and like, uh, and then the way the team reacted, too, was great. No idea it was going to be steaming like that. And I opened it up. Oh, this is perfect. Yeah, the, 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 like, what is it, the dry ice or um, whatever it's called, like, steaming out, coming out of it. And, like, you got someone yelling, like, don't touch it with your hand, don't touch it with your hand, which also would have been the perfect injury. Uh, that, w- that would have been how I wanted to go out. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, um, doubtful. That would have been so funny if you gave up that dinger. You just go into the dugout and they just slap a bag of Dippin' Dots ice on your arm and just like, <laughs> and you just peace out everybody. You're just like, I'm out, Dippin' Dots for life. <laughs> what was it? I, someone, someone, I was reading the comments on one of the videos and they were saying, what were the three you had? Was it chocolate, vanilla, and then banana split? Uh, banana split. Cookies and cream and yeah. rainbow. Some and and your your voice during cookies and cream and rainbow were like, you were very excited. And then for banana split, you could tell you were like, oh, yeah, that that's on me. Split. I hadn't had it since I was little because I wasn't gonna waste twenty dollars on a cup of banana split dots. <laughs> that's just not rational. And, you know, you can't split that between three dots because that's just one scoop because you're only getting $20 worth. Um, but anyway, I was ragging on banana split. I tried it. It was pretty pretty good. I mean, I would take banana split right now if it were offered. So that, that's an official apology to the Dippin' Dots and the banana split community. Mainly, yeah, the, the banana split community is what I really hurt. Yeah. But I have that one. That's not so much about the product. I was stoked they were dipping dots, but more about just my representation and respect to the banana split flavor way. It's it's a, it's a community you have to respect. What's I the most they, popular dipping dots flavor? Is there like a one that's considered the best? I don't even know. Yeah, what's their fastball? I would say cookies and cream. That's what I was yeah. going to say. That feels right, actually, now that you say it. I have some issues with cookies and cream, though, because when you order the cookies and cream, there's 
you know, the little Oreo crisps in them, right? Mm-hmm. So you're just missing out on more dots, potentially. Whereas if you get a normal cup of Dippin' Dots, no chunks, get more dots. It's so been that's like what, probably a I can't argue with that. Since I've had Dippin' Dots, the way they work it is they, they give you dots of probably of, of just ice cream, I guess. And then like they just mix in chunks. So it's like dots and chunks. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of weak. You want the dots to be the cookies and cream flavor. Yeah, exactly. So maybe their science isn't as as up to snuff as as we might have thought. Yeah, they said future, not future flavors. So (laughs) they haven't developed any new ones. Kind of issue. I'm looking on I'm looking on Reddit, and there's a decent list. But do you think, given um, legal issues that you may or may not be willing to speak on? Um, do you think there's an opportunity out there for somebody to move into the dots, the ice cream dots space? Wait, repeat the question. I'm sorry. So, so legal issues, dipping dots, not sure if you're willing to comment or not, okay. but do you think that there is now an opportunity for somebody else to try to swoop in on the dot space? I, I wish I could. I wish I could swoop in. I feel did like. You, sorry, I could, did, did you get far enough in the situ, like in the Dippin' Dots world to get like a sense of how that whole thing is run or, cause I know that last time we talked, you were just kind of like. I haven't gotten the full tour of the Sanctum. <laughs> All right. So we'll, we'll block out this entire conversation. Like really the <laughs> fact that we talked about swooping in, like we'll just. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, just this and trying to happen. That name just because of uh, this part's getting cut out, right? Sweep it under <laughs> the rug, you know. Swept, swept. Let's get to our let's get to our starting five draft presented by Fed Thrill. Steven is on the pod with us to be our guest draftee. We are going to do first of all, Fed Thrill. Everyone loves them. Everyone needs to have them. It's the summertime. What do you need in the summertime? Sunglasses. What can you do on Fed Thrill's website? You can use the promo code XF52. And you get 20% off those bad boys. I saw Banks was rocking the purple ones for the water dogs during PLL Saturday. Um, I've got mine sitting right here. I had them. Oh, this is going to be so bad. I was going to show them. Not that it matters because it's a podcast, but there they are. Boom. I'm going to wear try and I was going to try and steal Banks's on a, at a happy hour on Friday, take them down to the beach. I got oh, a no question. I got to wear them over my glasses like a clown because otherwise I can't see anything. But I'm going to uh, I'm going to wear them for the draft. And the draft, the draft we're doing is types of beers, not brands of beers, not brands, not types you drink. It's like blank beer, where they might be drank. Situational beers. Situational beers. Situation. Great way to put it, Banks. Situational beers. We're going to do the draft order on the fly with the picker. Since we're not going in order, we'll consider the order to next week when we're back to us three. So I'm going to spin the wheel. I'm going to spin the wheel. Are you guys ready for the wheel spin? Yep. Take that as a yeah. Thank you. Here we go. Here we go. Tremendous radio. It's spinning. It's spinning. It's spinning. Oh, my God. It's spinning so fast. You can the hear first this pick, right The wheel. first pick is Banks. Ooh, what a sound that just came through oh my, my computer. I don't know if you guys just heard that. Um, that was wild. Banks has the first pick. Let me take you out of the wheel. Spin it again. <laughs> this is great radio. This is one of the most electric things we've ever done right here as I wear my sunglasses. 
I love Steve, the sound. You have the second pick. Good pick. Good pick. <laughs> that sound is ridiculous that comes on at the end. And then now achieve something. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I, 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 I can't wait till I hope it spins on me with the last one. Otherwise, I'm gonna feel like a failure. All right, me and RDT here for the for the three and the four. And it's me. RDT's the loser. He picks last. I got four. He does lose these every week, so it's not I literally have never would, lost. He would pick last. All right, Banks, start it off. Situational beers. I'm going to jump right out here, and I'm going to take the airport beer. I think the airport beer is a superior beer to any other beer because you're usually just kind of all stressed out. You're going to be traveling, and then you get to the airport, you just kind of shift gears into vacation mode. And you get that first beer down the hatch and your, your, your worries are gone. Like you might be stressed out about work. You might be stressed out about where you're going, whatever it might be. But in that moment there, when you sit down at that airport beer or airport, airport bar and you get that first beer and you just, you, your worries just go away. You're in the right place. You're through security. It's just all that stress is gone. You're headed to a great place. You're going to have a great fucking weekend or whatever you're going to be doing. Airport beer, number one beer good pick airport beer is good i like airport it beer is good it's, it's just it's the signaling of great things to come and sometimes that's what you exactly want exactly right steven you got the second pick yeah this one i i don't know why this wasn't picked first overall but the above ground pool beer oh wow <laughs> that is that's oh my god i can't believe that was not the first pick i mean everybody <laughs> was thinking it <laughs> it is a good it is a, that's a hell of a beer that's a hell of a beer Oh, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> I like it. That's a solid. Cool. I've nothing great. It's an above ground pool beer, though. It's it's refreshing. It hits the spot. I don't, don't know that I've ever had an above ground pool beer. You haven't lived. <laughs> I, yeah, I can't really knock it. I'm being very facetious about my comments towards it, but I mean, any above ground pool I ever came across was in my my younger years. So have you? Uh, have you been in a normal pool, like an in-ground pool? Yeah, for sure. Imagine, but imagine there's like grease all over you for no reason. <laughs> and you're about you're about four to five feet, I guess, higher. Yeah, it's pretty much yeah. that. So yeah, you're up in the altitude. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's a, here, the number two pick. Uh, with that's the a third, good one. With the third pick, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a classic. I'm gonna take the shower beer. Shower mm. beer means yeah. a night out is on the cards. It means you're absolutely in rage mode, and I love being in rage mode and just putting that beer down while I'm getting ready to, to you know, clean up and, and head out to wherever we're going. God, God, do I love a shower beer. Shower, says, shower Celsius also works, but shower yeah. beer. Nothing says uh, rage mode like those Fetrill sunglasses that you're – absolutely smash it right now i mean if you could wear i mean theoretically you could wear these and, and drink your shower beer with your fed throw stuff why would you ever take them no question. i've got them on i've got them on here at 11 30 at night as we record this podcast Wait, this is radio right what'd you say so this is just on radio right well we do the video too for the draft so everyone will see, oh, will see. Oh, okay. yeah and it's Sorry. just describing I was, I was gonna just describe that all of you are wearing the fanciest of those sunglasses so <laughs> <laughs> We're probably not too far from a pair. Go ahead. All righty. Um, you got two. Yeah. Give me – I'm going to go rooftop beers. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I, it's hard to me. it's hard wow. to beat a good rooftop beer. Um, That's such a good pick, but like you're not the guy I expected to take that pick. Yeah, it's, it's, fr- yeah. it's fresh in my mind because Banks, we were at the rooftop bar uh, this past weekend in New York City. Oh, true. Drinking drinking many many high noons and and brews. I had so many high noons. I I must have had fifteen. Good sponsor, work not fifteen, but um, they were very good. And again, it's just you know, you always get a nice view and. You know, I'm looking for. I hope my beach house this week has a rooftop. I think it does. So I'll be reporting back on that. Um, and following up with that one, I'm gonna go beach beer. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yep. it's a nice you, you you plant yourself right there. You get your you know you you uh, get your little red solo cup put in the put in the sand. You pour it in. You got sand all over the bottom of your cup. And again, you just toss the empties in the cooler and and you put back a couple and you wake up a couple hours later nice and sunburned. So we're going yeah. rooftop beers, beach beer, back to back. Two tremendous summer picks. Two Thank tremendous you. summer picks. Got a Thank beach beer. Mwah. Tremendous. Um, in that vein, and I feel like I have to take this after my antics in the Ocean City draft, I'm taking the boat beer. Mm-hmm. I am taking the boat beer. It had to be me, and it's a tremendous beer. Not only is it a great beer in the middle of the day if you're out on the boat, you know, putting a couple back, but also like the late evening sort of, you know, you know, as the sun's going down. Just We call it a putz. A putz. We call it a putz. Yeah. I didn't know if we wanted to put the vernacular in there that only you and I know. Yeah, no, we want the vernacular We call it a putz, you know, just putzing out there. You put a beer back. Just a little boat putz. Just a little boat putz and a little boat beer. So boat beer um, is going six. Steven, you're up at seven. Uh, The either landscaper lunch break beer or the yard work beer. I'll give you both. Mm -hmm. You know, if you haven't had the feeling as a landscaper, maybe your yard work beer gives you a similar. Okay. It's so, for the lake, not a landscape. I'm going to give you, I'm going right. to give you a yard beer. Yeah. 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 That's you a said, good one. You said, That's a good one. Because you said lunch, lunch beer kind of there. Like I was like, Ooh, like it's kind of a double dip. It's like kind of two picks, but you're absolutely right. The, the, the laborer, the landscaper, like the yard work, like all that, just kind of that feeling after it was very high on my list, to be honest, if I could pick after my first overall pick, if I could pick again, it was one of my next two or three on my board. It's a, it's a great pick. Like after mowing the lawn, like there's not just much better. Or brow. Yeah. Dip of that bottle of beer because you can't do it with a can. Correct. I was like not – I was considering taking it with this next pick. So I love that pick a lot. You got two, Banks. All right. I am going to take the 19th hole. I'm going to take the post-golf-round beer, um, whether it be in the clubhouse, whether it be when you get home and you're just like kind of kicking things off after a, a good round of golf. Um, it's just – I mean – Especially like these days when it's so hot out and you're just like kind of dying to get off the course. Um, and with that, you could almost like make a case for like that mid round beer, like, Oh, Oh shit. Like this round has gone South. I'm over this golf thing. I just want to just shove beer in my face. So that kind of going to try to like brush that into my overall pick there with the 19th hold bear. Um, and then I'm going to take uh I'm going to take the early morning uh, first tailgate beer. So I'm thinking like lot H outside M&T Bank Stadium. I'm thinking lot one outside. Uh, I, 
Maryland Stadium, to be politically correct. Um, thank you, thank you. Uh, yeah, when you just get out there, you're all fired up. You know there's a big day in front of you, whether, you know, it's probably going to be football. Um, you get out there, you, it's, it's sometimes like the crack of dawn, and people are just fired up for a big football game. You get out there a lot of age. Um, people showing up like with their cases of beer, what have you, and you're just cracking that first one. And you're just, you're just very excited for the day in front of you. Like there's not much better than that. Tremendous pick. Tremendous pick. Steven, we're back to you. God, I only had two good ones. This is where I, uh, this, uh, this is where the, the advanced scouting is gone. Gone. Yeah. It's, it's a little time. The after work beer. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's that a one. that's a classic. Getting back to the fridge, plopping down on your couch and throwing it back. Letting it rip. <laughs> that's a I mean that's I mean that's always feels good. That always feels good. It's, it's a it's a well earned beer. Yes. Very yes. much so. It's like the Friday Friday afternoon happy hour beer kind of thing. Mm. Oh yeah. Is that too yeah, specific? Yeah, yeah. See, because I was going to say my pick was going to be that first beer happy hour, which I was going to say is different than Steven's pick because his was the plop on the couch after work beer. Yeah. And I don't know how he parsed yeah, those. I this. mean, do you want such a similar pick, though? I think those are two different vibes. I think they are, too. Because I know what Steven is saying. One's that, more of a pipe up situation. Well, one's one, more of the a happy hour is a little more. The ha- that's what I was going to say Friday because Friday would be a happy hour move. But if I'm having a beer on a Tuesday after work, I'm probably sitting on my couch and turning on whatever's on. You know, like tonight, I would have turned on the College World Series and put a couple back, which it sounds like Steven is exactly what you did. So, <laughs> yeah. So that, that is a different vibe to me than the happy hour beer, the first beer happy hour. That would be my pick. I, I, I think they're two separate things. I think you're good to, to take that one. Taylor, yes. if you want to, if you want to commit to it, that is what I want because I do love, I love the happy hour beer. You're especially like when we're well, Banks hates it. He got up and left. He got he's, up and left. He's, he's, he's gone. He's abandoned the draft. He's absolutely wow. abandoned the draft. Unbelievable. He, he did not. We've never seen anyone. That. We've never seen anyone get. Maybe it's because I'm absolutely blocking out the haters with my Fed thrills. Freaking X fifty two twenty percent at checkout. RDT you got two. Um, give me open bar beers. Doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. I, if it's a wedding, if it's a, I, I don't know, a gala of some sort, if it's a company party, if it's uh, I don't know, you hear someone's name, uh, you hear a tab name open at a bar and you just say, you know, toss mine on that one. I think any open bar beer is, is a good beer. A free beer is tremendo. The, the, the one I had right underneath was a free beer. I wasn't going to pick it, but, <laughs> um, and then another one is, I'm going to go with softball beer mm. dug out, you know, getting your dicks kicked in or you're kicking someone's dick in <laughs> just softball beers. What was the first one you took? Sorry. I had to pop um, out open bar beer. Okay. Which again, very fresh in my mind. Very open-ended, but yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what I said. I said it could be uh, wedding bar mitzvah gala um, company party, anything like that. Go to pickles with Marty yeah you know yeah 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 if anyone's a pickles with marty just consider it open bar sorry pickles um but thank you pickles but thank you pickles 
All right. I am going to take, I, I feel like it's now similar because you're just talking about softball. I'm taking the ballpark beer, sit in the, sit in the Camden yards, crack it open, a, crack it open a, a, a beer. Tremendous, tremendous at any baseball game. No one does it really necessarily at Bob Turtle Smith stadium, college park, but I'm sure it happens everywhere else around the country. If that was an invite, then I think, I think we can make that happen. Sure. I come down yeah. to the beer garden with, you know, everyone's, everyone's favorite college baseball team. It's not Virginia. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a solid head shake. No from Steve. <laughs> uh, so ballpark beer is what I'm going with. Um, Steven, you got the next one. The holiday beers. Mm. Okay. I like that. Ooh, I didn't even think of what's that. your favorite holiday beer. Like what, where, what I'll, I'll leave this to everyone. What's your favorite holiday to drink on? Okay. There we go. Yeah. That's okay. a better question. Okay. <laughs> like, I like Christmas, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, uh, you know, Memorial day, 4th of July, obviously, but this is spanning to the whole year then mm-hmm. pretty much any holiday, it's any holiday, any excuse to really yeah. just, Put you know back. it's going to be a good one, and it 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 it. Th- I think it jumps up a notch when you have kids. The Halloween porch beer, <laughs> the like <laughs> bowl of candy, and and I'm I'm I don't think that's taking an answer because that that falls under Stephen's holiday. But the sitting up on a porch with a bowl of candy and a beer, and just like tossing them to the kids. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. I think holiday beer is good too because Christmas and Thanksgiving, you're always not you're you're a little dressed up, you know. So maybe you'll get something a little fancier, but yeah, it's it hits hard. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that's a good one. He's got some. You're you're getting some good value out of these picks too. Because I'm just throwing out weird ideas. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then who is it? Thanks, guys. For two, I got the, my last two. Last two. Um, after a W beer. Okay. Whether it be just uh, baseball, like myself tonight, I'm putting a few back. Um, softball, kickball, your team itself, when they just they win a big game and you're just kind of hanging out and, and, and just enjoying the spoils of victory. Um, I think everybody loves winning, and, it, and there's nothing better than washing out a victory with nice cold beer. Let's go on. Got another. Mm. Love your thoughts on that pick. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna like, take, it was pretty self-explanatory, coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a sweet <laughs> pick. Okay. Uh, first beer at a hotel. When you check in a hotel, you fill your bathtub, as we've discussed in, t- in many occasions before. You fill the yeah, bathtub. Yeah, this 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 guys. bathtub thing has come up like then, four times. <laughs> in we fill the there. I mean, nobody's taking a bath in a hotel. It's Banks, and I, Banks and I walked into the hotel last week, and the first thing he says is, "Good size bathtub, could fill it up." <laughs> Literally, the first thing he says, "Where's the ice size bathtub? <laughs> fill that thing up with ice, <laughs> get a couple racks, toss them in there, ice them down, and then you're just... I mean, I'm thinking about like club baseball trips on the road where you you're driving six, seven hours, you get there. I'm sure Stephen like. I don't know if you guys were able to indulge in this type of thing or whatever, just given, given varsity sports and the oversight that's evolved there maybe, but uh, just go, being able to just find the shittiest gas station around and buy a couple racks with the boys and then just 
fill the bathtub with ice and just toss the beers in and have yourself a night just boozing. And then maybe going out there in whatever respective college town that you're visiting, like it's an awesome, it's an awesome beer to get it all kicked off. The drive is done. The traveling's over. You've arrived. You turn that AC in the hotel down to 55 degrees, whatever. You're getting that cold air blasting and you're having yourself a cold one. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that. I mean, that is good. no doubt. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Steve, you got your last pick. Jeez. I'm kind of stuck. My brain won't take me away from Chuck E. Cheese beers. <laughs> I mean, I that's... feel like maybe not the Laurel Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> oh, back in that, yeah, back in that old shopping center. Yeah. But uh, I'll upgrade it to bowling alley beers. I love that pick. Actually. That's a hell of a pick. <laughs> Pitchers only. <laughs> that is a hell of a pick. There's no way to drink beers out of bowling alley other than pitchers. Yeah, pitchers or they have beer towers at AMC. Oh, true. They're absolutely awesome. And I did the math on them once before I had one, and they were financially more reasonable. <laughs> I love that unit calculation there. All right, I'm going to um, finish mine up with uh, outdoor concert beer. <laughs> Sitting out, Meriwether Post Pavilion feels like kind of the, the local spot for that. Concert beer, outdoor concert beer. Mm. I didn't feel like you loved taking that. You didn't. I think he's trying to talk himself into it. No, yeah. I like it. No, I love you drinking while while listening to music. So I, I like it. I'm, I'm You're not wrong. This, the the Suns are winning. I have I have some um, some duties to do with Miss, with Jalen Stick Smith right now, so I'm a little focused on that. Not that I don't love this trap, but duty is calling a little bit uh, for my social media responsibility. So I'll send it to RDT. Uh, I'm going party bus beers. I was about to just comment. It looks like Chris Paul. Well, why are we talking okay. Suns when the Orioles just swept the second best team in the AL? Okay. Yeah. The rebuild, the rebuild is over, <laughs> and I'm taking party bus beers. Party bus beers. You love like party it. buses. You've talked about party, party buses. Are fun. They're a good time. They're, I, I would when love. What was the last party bus you were on? Probably my wedding. I don't know. Three years ago, it was a good time. It was a good time. That was a fun draft. That was a fun. It was good. It's it's when it really when it's the three of us. Sometimes it gets hard. When it's four, it's there's a lot less. There's a lot less honorable mentions. But here we go. Banks took the airport beer, the post-golf beer, the first tailgate beer, the after a W beer, and the first beer at a hotel. Steven took the above-ground pool beer, which was the shocker of the century with the second pick, to be totally honest. Um, the yard beer, the after-work beer, the holiday beer, bowling alley beers. Did I miss one there? No. Got them all. Uh, I took the shower beer, the boat beer, the happy hour beer, the ballpark beer, and the outdoor concert beer. And RET took the rooftop beer, the beach beer, the open bar beers, the softball dugout beer, and the party bus beer. Any honorable mentions after a long draft? Did you get my bowling alley beer? Maybe that's what I miss. Bowling alley beer to end it. Yeah, for you. Yes, bowling alley beer. Yeah. Um, Which I had, was a steal. Somehow, above ground pool beer was a shocker. I think every, all the draft people thought you'd reach for that, and then you had incredible value at the end. That's what I liked the above above ground pool beer. 
I just didn't expect it with the are second. You drinking, I think people, are you drinking it in the pool or are you drinking it on like the little platform? In the or in the pool, dude. The pool's just okay. Water. It's a giant bathtub. This is what it is. Yeah, and it's above ground. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, believe me, that's not lost on me. <laughs> just a random cylinder of water in your yard. <laughs> <laughs> is a giant bathtub um i had uh the next beer oh yeah, oh, yeah. dad joke oh hallmark hallmark yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i had i had opening day beers but i figured that kind of fell under the stadium beers those are those are great beers uh post game beers like like a nightcap type thing yeah just kind of yeah, get back, those, those are very boys. good. Depending, depending, on what, depending on what state of mind you're in. Re- yeah, like. recap the shenanigans that you might have gotten into. That, that's all I had. I, everything yeah. else was taken, so I think it was. I think it was a solid draft. That was a very very solid draft. You took ball pa- ballpark beers, didn't you, Taylor? I did. Yeah. Okay. I did. Just I did. Sure. The old ballpark beer. Ballpark beers are good. Thank you. Any honorable mentions? What else? I think Chuck E. Cheese beers was one. I <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think we got to hear more about the Chuck E. Cheese beers. They serve beers at, Ch- at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, huh? I did not know they served alcohol at Chuck E. Cheese. To be totally they did it at the one in Laurel. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> when did you When did you discover this? Probably when I was like nine. <laughs> <laughs> that's when. That's when it all hit me, and then I was never allowed in again. <laughs> the one tucked away back in the corner near the the movie theater. Is that you just being observant? Like, oh, hey, there's some beer here while I'm, you know, playing some pop yeah. shot and and look watching these what do they call them animatronic uh, animals here doing their bullshit? Or... I was booze and passing out at the animatronic. Even <laughs> <laughs> up on stage with them. <laughs> I was the drummer, man. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. I, I, we, we have to go back. We have to, next time you're back here, if you ever come back here, we have to go to that Chalky Cheese if it's still there and do like a field trip there. That'll, tur- that'll turn some heads. He got shot. <laughs> yeah. Did I make up, you know, speaking of hot dogs earlier, did I make up the idea that we were thinking about doing a little 999 challenge? At Nose Game, maybe? When I talked to Steven, I think the second we got done our first interview, I think the first thing you said, we talked about going to Camden Yards, and you said, do they still sell the, the like, kids' hot dogs in the upper deck for a dollar? Those things are so good. <laughs> They're good. This is the 999 Challenge by accident in that dollar hot dog section. <laughs> I love you that. know what I actually love about those hot dogs are like they're they're kind of boiled or they're not like but yeah. they the like the moisture from the hot dogs just like soaks the bun just a tiny bit where the bun gets a little bit mushy in the right way when there's yeah. that nice balance going you can put down a fuck ton of hot dogs call me crazy but I kind of kind of like the soggy bread on a me hot too dog. I love it I mean sure just shoots ketchup out <laughs> of the dog but got it it's good there's charm to it you ain't lying <laughs> all right no I, i'm with you on the on the hot dog we could uh, 
think if you could have done a beer with the hot dog, but I guess the stadium, the stadium beers fit that. Yeah, hot dogs inside there. Yeah, yeah, that 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 fits together for sure. I don't know. When was the last time you got to an? Me? Yeah. Uh, probably back when I was at UMBC. All right. Well, then next time you're home, I mean, or next time you come back here. All right. right. I think we have to hit a game. I'm more than down. Right. There it we is. Do, we do a game. We do pickles. Yeah. It's if y'all ever come down and go to a Wilmington Sharks game, the <laughs> summer balls. Wilmington, Wilmington sweet. I like I, it. Uh, I've been to Wilmington. It's tremendous. Are you I'm like in Wilmington or are you like right? Uh, more towards Riceville Beach. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really nice. <laughs> I really like how it worked out. Have you spent significant amount of time there already, or are you like in the past, or is this kind of like dive uh, into a new area? Me and my girlfriend were just kind of like, okay, let's just go there. Go somewhere sweet. We're like, all right, no, we watched One Tree Hill, so. Um, <laughs> decision but yeah there you have great, it. that's a great show it's so good <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of life lessons for aspiring college athletes absolutely true absolutely true you know where nathan scott went to play basketball yeah played in maryland mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note steven thanks so much for coming on this man Thanks for drafting with us on the starting five draft presented by Fed Thrill. And uh, it's really been fun to watch your your journey the last few weeks, dude. Congrats on all the success. Keep doing what you're doing. It's been fun. I always appreciate y'all's support. So anytime y'all need anything, I got you. Just let me know. Back to you in the studio. Back on the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood. Thanks for Steven Shock for jumping on with us. I think he's going to just be jumping on with us randomly over the rest of the uh the existence of this podcast um touching on a variety of different subjects um from his perspective and a great draft great draft it's just tougher with four it really is tougher with four better though i think yeah yeah it makes you think more about it another one that rdt has lost no i don't i don't think i i don't know if there's a clear-cut winner like right off the bat um but i do think steven was like the perfect person to join us for that particular draft Yes, he, he brought I think some different guy in, I think the guy enjoys beers, especially ones involving pools. I yeah. thought he was go I thought like a I thought he could have pulled the like going to Omaha beer, like clinching a regional beer, something mm-hmm. like that. I've, yeah. But I was like I was like, that's again, I can't say that. Like I've had the clinching the regional beers. Not that I was a player, but I drank beers with players that had clinched a regional. Never clinched a super, so I can't speak See, to that. Yeah, like a super, you know, or like a dog pile beers. I don't know, something yeah. like that. Uh him saying that the that um above ground pool beer was the clear one one is one of the great moments in the history <laughs> of the starting five draft. Because <laughs> that when he said that, I was yeah. like, I was like, what I I was like, I think he's I thought he was gonna take shower beer because people love shower beers. And above ground pool beer came out. So uh, thank you once again to Fed Thrill for sponsoring the segment. Exit 52 is the promo code. As I put the glasses back on, wore them throughout the entire draft. You can get these with the black and the orange. You can get a variety of different styles. Go to Fed Thrill, search them. Exit 52 
is the promo code 20% off. Summer is in full swing. We're in July, July 4th weekend. You know, get your fat throw sunglasses. Get your fat throw sunglasses. Nick Caner Medley, Maryland person of the week. By the way, um, well, I'll get to it. Nick Caner Maryland person of the week. I'm going to start. And my winner of the Nick Caner Medley, Maryland person of the week is Nick Caner Medley. Nick Caner Medley, two-year extension, just signed a two-year extension. He's playing. He's going to play his 16th and 17th years of professional basketball. He just won his first title in the second division in France. We've never given him the award. I think actually maybe when it was his birthday, we gave it to him at one point. Nick Caner Medley gets it. All accounts as an incredibly stand-up guy and a professional. And for him to be playing that many years of professional basketball is a credit to him. He's played all over the world. Um, and I, I think it's incredible that it took him this long to win a championship and an amazing to, uh, to continue to roll on. So false province or something is the name of the team. I, I false province basket. He has played for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 teams in his career. Oh my God. He's been all over the place. Um, so Shout I just love basketball. Greatest export of Maine, Maine to Maryland has ever seen. Nick Caner Medley. He wins. He wins his own award. Hold on. I don't say it. If, no, I'm not going to steal yours. Okay. So I don't know if we were on the air for this or not, but there was reports that Bismarck he had died. We were not. Damn it. That was going to be mine. Was it really? Yeah. I was <laughs> reading. I was just My very own person of the week alive. is Bismarck. He is still alive. God, oh! He's been brought back to the dead. Yeah. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. You got what I need. That's on. So, we said that it's a great. I he was dead a half an hour back ago. Back from the dead. Um, God, he's one of many people um, between, like, Joe Flacco's legs in a car accident versus uh, – who was it? who who was dead for a bit and then was not dead? Well, Newman's died numerous times. I feel like it's a that. singer. I feel like there's a singer. Uh, but Bismarck there. apparently has not died. But the thing about this is, like, we could we could publish this and it could turn out that he actually did die. That's who report, be a bad look. Who reported? That I really he's hope not. he's not dead. Who reported dad, that he's not dad dead? Dad Piff, which is yeah, my, was my go-to. Dad Piff reported that he was dead. Yeah, and then I went to that tweet and it's deleted. So I deleted my tweet. Uh, and then another Roland Martin re- Revolt. Roland something. Martin. Oh, Roland Martin. Six hundred seven K followers verified. Folks, Bismarck he has not died. I've been in contact with sources who are texting and talking to his wife. My source talked to Biz today. For his wife, Biz has not passed away. Please stop responding to non-credible sources. This hurts the family, friends, and fans. To and which then, Rex Chapman responds, Whoa! <laughs> fingers crossed! <laughs> skull emoji, skull emoji, that skull emoji. That, Actually, no emojis. That really kind of sums up the internet right there. Why does Rex Chapman, by the way, have the uh, little horse emoji in his name? Nice. Why is that a thing? Could not tell you. Because he rides off with all the merchandise he steals? Wow. There you have it. Those are, those are two great starts. Nick Kenner Medley and Bismarck. doesn't know Bismarck is alive. RDT, I'm not really sure how you live up to those two. They, well, those yeah, were tough. my two. I literally had. <laughs> you called dibs on one like six days ago. Yeah. So do it. Yeah, you did. 
it's our buddy Marty for for popping the question. Yeah, congrats to Marty. Marty. Congrats to Marty and his lovely fiance Ashley. Congrats. Did it in Italy, freaking scenic. Nice job, Marty. What an absolute. Was like their, that was their fifth time, sixth time in Italy. Six. I don't know. They go Seems like they get mail in Italy. <laughs> they go all over the world. Uh, I did. I did like Banks's comment in the group chat. Marty's in Italy? Question mark. That is true. Not a secret. Not a secret by any means. Uh, so shout out to Marty. Good for you, Marty. Good for you, Marty. Good for you, Marty. Shout out to Ashley as well. Some someone had to someone had to pin Marty down, and she did it. So she did. Um, she, she did. She tamed. She tamed Marty. The so, outside cat's now in indoor cat. Tbh. Yeah. Mardi Gras coming up in a few weeks. I'm sure we'll talk about that at some point. Let's go. Uh, any honorable mentions? I, we I just, had just, we took yours. I had I Will Clark, Raphael Palmero, and Buck Showalter. <laughs> Mississippi go State. On. Gotcha. Just you know. Go, uh, go Chris Paul. Sons of Four. It was really I was going to lead into that Sons and Four guy. Yeah, another huge. He didn't win in four, but they won again. So. There's a chance that it's Suns of Four in the finals. Yeah. So yeah. What, like, if it is, if it's Smith, Stick Smith. If it goes to Suns and Four, like in the finals, that guy gets his own float, right? Yeah, 100. percent I was gonna well, say it depends. Like, so it depends because I don't know what the Suns are gonna do there because they don't want to like embrace violence at the arena or whatever. So they have to. I mean, they should, but I don't know how they're gonna handle that. He should. I'd give it to him. That or like have him share it. He he'll share it with Chris Paul. Like be them two on the he should he should fight Patrick Beverly. That's what he should do. Oh, that's a the, great the, idea. The, the sons and four guy. He should fight Patrick Beverly. That's a phenomenal idea. That is oh my good. god. Rough and rowdy set it up. Well, he won't fight the guy. Yeah, he wouldn't fight the other guy. Maybe yeah. Maybe we'll have the Nuggets fan fight Patrick Beverly. I don't sure. hate that idea either. Somebody's got to fight. Somebody's got to fight. Somebody's got to fight. Um, my honorable mentions, uh, the Euro, Euro to 2020, now being played in 2021. The games are unbelievable. Football. The football. I don't know how many soccer watchers we have on this podcast, but, oh, my Lord, the knockout stages games were incredible. They're happening during the day. They're, they've just – I mean, the, the France and Switzerland and, and – Ukraine and Sweden and England, Germany and Croatia, Spain. Just some incredible, incredible footy going on right now. Um, did we did we ever get an update on Christian Eriksen? We did. He's he's doing well. He's like I know he's there. doing better, but well, is Denmark there... is one of the great stories of the tournament. They're now in the quarterfinals, um, and if they can, oh man, now I'm I, I'm now blanking who they're playing, um, but a win. I think the Czech Republic for a spot in the. Um, semifinals could easily make the semifinals and play England if England can beat Ukraine at Wembley Stadium, which would be unbelievable. I mean, they had the team of destiny. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there is yeah. no other. There's no. Vi- you know what it is? It's Michigan basketball a couple years ago, but they're playing sliding off the runway. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, no, they're playing inspired. Um, so that is definitely one. Uh, Wimbledon is back. The mm-hmm. it just. Early morning tennis, strawberries and cream. Francis Tiafa, Maryland native, got a big dub over your guy Sitsipas. Thanks. It's um, not really my guy. It's just a I fun know, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. all. Sitsipas. Sitsipas. Your guy's team is not even playing. Um, and Settle down. 
Just shout out, shout out to Tiafo. He's in the third round. He won again today. Um, and then I got to give a special uh, a, a shout out. I, a guy we love, two guys I think we would be great to have on this show. Tori Smith and Aaron Maben. I don't know if you guys have read this stuff. Their Level Up Leadership Academy. That they're working with the city and, and the Parks and Rec and the schools and all these different things. Doing awesome, awesome work. Aaron Maben's a Baltimore native. Tori, obviously, an adopted, okay. uh, an adopted Baltimore guy. Um, and, and I think sees this as his home and they're, they're doing awesome work. Um, no firsthand that Tori's an awesome guy from some interactions with them. Aaron Maven seems like a stand-up guy as well. So shout out to what those guys are doing. Maven. I we used to watch him play basketball, football, and wrestle at, uh, Mount Hebron. He's a good old, good old Howard County boy, but, yeah, um, he's an amazing athlete. He, I mean, I, people forget he was like the 11th overall pick. Wasn't he sixth? I thought, I thought he was, he was sixth. very high. I haven't. I just looked at it. It is eleven. He's it eleven. Is, I don't know why I thought six, but he um. He, and I, I no, you go on. No, what I love about him is like he is, I think by all accounts a bust. You know, if you if you mm-hmm. talk about it that way, and he has just not let that like define who he's going to be remembered as from a legacy standpoint. And not that it should even matter to him whether he's a bust. The guy got picked eleventh overall. He was an incredibly talented football player, an incredibly talented, uh, accomplished college football player. So he, you know, not taking away from what he did in the football field, but some people, I think that kind of defines maybe a little bit who they are. And this guy just, yeah, like, just come back, has come back to Baltimore and found a totally different purpose and is going to probably do way more to help people doing this than if he had a great 10 year NFL career. So shout out to him. I mean, I'm a, yeah. that's, that's awesome. He, I mean, he's done, he's like an author. I think he's done books and yeah, like him and Tor, him and Tori are very similar with their like, Again, I don't, even like Tory, Tory's two-time Super Bowl champion, and I don't think he, like, that's not how he's going to be remembered around here. Like, yeah, they they want to do, and again, and shout out to Tory's wife Chanel, who yes. um we we played with, we played against her in the Jimmy's Flag Football Tournament. Who's she's a Terp, um, but Former she, Terp, I mean, Terp I, track athlete. Yeah, so yeah, she burned me on the football field. Um, but she, I mean, she does all that stuff with them. I follow her on Instagram, her and Tory, and and they're they're great. Like. Again, they, they they know what they're doing. Like there there's a bigger thing here, and and they're they're awesome at what they do. Like they're they're just the nicest people you could ever meet. And 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 yeah, the stuff they're doing is awesome. Aaron's a great follow on Twitter too. And yeah, because again, he's not like I don't I don't think I've ever seen him talk about football. He doesn't like like you said, he doesn't let that define him. It's not like and it's funny now because when I think of him, I don't think oh Aaron Maven football player. It's like oh Aaron Maven you know, doing stuff for social justice. And, and he's, he's been a big guy about the, like, no AC in the schools and the city and, and no books and stuff like that. And he's, he's kind of been that one voice that has been the loudest of them all. And, and again, I mean, you see the stuff they're doing and it's, it's pretty awesome. Um, Yeah. It's tremendous. I have one more. I have like 17 honorable mentions this week. Uh, Checked out the PLL on Friday um, at Homewood Field, that was awesome to see. My whip snakes got the dub. All the Terps. Um, sounds like everyone that went this weekend had a great time. So shout out to them. Look, look. There's a lot of things that define Baltimore. A certain part of Baltimore is defined by lacrosse, and they PL. You won't see a more sort of energetic crowd, I think, at that event, at that league all year than the one that was in Baltimore. Um, it was very, very fun. Um, and shout out to to a friend of the show, Marcus Holman. His archers are absolutely rolling. So they, they murdered thanks as water dogs. Yeah, they did. I now, mean, they are all, they are, they might be the best team and the Wicks whip snakes are the two time defending champs. They got the turf. So I can't, I got, I can't take my support away from them, but the archers are moolah right now. 
Coleman had didn't he? He had like a hat trick in the first like ten minutes, nine minutes, something like that. He was yeah, he was balling. I also on Friday night first half. I also on Friday night I have to I don't I didn't get their name so I feel bad. Um, had two uh, guys come up to me and and recognize me from the show. So two fans of the show, shout out to them. Uh, actually two fans out in the streets at the PLL. I wish I had your names, but there's your shout out. Any more honorable mentions from you guys? The Angels scoring six in the ninth right now. They're, mm. they're still scored. Great, great tweet right here by the Los Angeles Angels. They they tweeted the 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 home run off of uh, um, uh, Chapman. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. There's nothing Jared Walsh can't do. <laughs> Fantastic. It's a seven spot now, by the way. Is it seven? Wow. Yeah, oh, also, the Yankees game. have sent out word that Janner, that managing partner Hal Steinbrenner will speak with the reporters via zoom on thursday morning so that'll be fun mm, sure uh honorable mention could, to, be, it for, could uh, be it for booney oh, to, to the washington football team for uh appreciating and celebrating diversity by naming a woman to be their co-ceo good for them so what an interesting organization that tip is of, tip of the cap to them tiny snyder they uh, always seem to be ahead of the wait wait what was your name Oh, Tanya Snyder. Snyder. Oh, they're not, there's no chance they're related, though. Snyder. Zero. 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 Ah, mm. uh, the Washington football team. Um, that's it. That's the show. Thanks for Steven. Thanks to Steven Shock for coming on the show again. Guys, absolutely tremendous. Thank you to you guys for another fun show as usual. Thank you to Fed Thrill for sponsoring the starting five. Exit 52 is the promo code for 20% off. I'm rocking the shades right now. Um, to those two people that I saw at the, at the PL game, send me a tweet or something so I actually know who you were because I feel yeah. bad I, I didn't get the names there. That was that was very cool to see. You big? Did you big time them? Not at all. We talked for a second, but I just didn't get I just didn't get names. And we were on the way out. We were we were kind of in the glow of the whip snakes. Matt Rambo getting the goal. My man Keith Snedden was getting some content, so I was kind of tracking that. I was a little distracted. Um, shout out to them. Um, you can follow the guys on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, at Barstool Banks. Um, for banks, you can follow RDT at E-D-I-T-T-I-22. You can follow me at Taylor Smith. You can follow the podcast at Exit52Podcast on Twitter. And the Grom, give us a rating and review. Like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Uh, make sure to do all of those things. Um, and we appreciate all your support. We will see you next time on the Exit52 Podcast presented by Jimmy's Seafood.